A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm good. I am in day two of our very own Wrestle Talk Get Better. Yeah, you were down. You, I came into the office this morning, and lo and behold, you were there before me. And it feels like you've been there for a while. I was there with my cup of tea, my protein bar, and my shorty shorts. Mm. That's right, the legs are out. These are gym shorts. Gym. Been getting PBs. Just been going, ooh, PB, arm curl. Ooh, PB, overhead press. Ooh, front squat PB. What is your PB? And I'm, I'm making lies, actually. Because oh. th- what, what this is, it's called strong lifts. I think that's what it's called. And the idea is, you only really do about four exercises. But they're all based around the big compound lifts that you do, the sort of uh, weight lifting's measured on. So squat bench press and deadlift mm. and yeah it's it's because one of the people on the stag was so enormous and last time i saw him he was the groom's younger brother like th- when he was 13 and he was tiny and now he's an enormous man with a beard and i said what the hell happened man i want some of your protein powder and he said i was doing this been doing this for two years this is what i looked like before this is what i look like now I was like, holy moly, I'm doing that then. Yeah? So you're yeah. going to be a big, beefy man. I don't know time. if I'll... Look, I know my limitations. I'll lose interest in a month. <laughs> but for now... Yeah. But I, I think, because we're all a member of this same gym now in the Wrestle Talk office, you're not going to do anything until you get back from... Peru. Peru. So that you won't start till late June, probably mm-hmm. early July. Uh, but for the rest of us, I'm going to write on our little whiteboard in the office... Ollie, and then I'm going to put um, my max lifts. I, I don't and the do, idea oh, is no, to... But it's, no, don't make it a lift thing, because then we'll just be lift idiots. 
What's wrong with that? No, because then you sit. You're there bringing your own charged bad baggage to this. Yeah, like but I don't want to be those people that sit around talking about what do you even lift, bro? Like I don't want to. I don't want the. That's not to what be... we'll say. We'll just say, oh, did you have a good session this morning? I'm really happy for you, and man. And that is fine. That is fine. But writing up on a board, I'm I'm not into whatsoever. So you because but it will help everyone else. I in I, the office. I will. Ha I can write it down on my own laptop, and it's for my own knowledge. I don't need to have it as a competition amongst the office. What about if it was just Ollie and then I put a mark next to my name, sort of like, you know, dash, 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 across, dash for five, mm. for how many times I've been to the gym? That's slightly different. Is that... It's the same thing to me. It's really not but... because you're, the previous <laughs> one is like, who can lift the most? Yeah. Whereas the other one is like, who's had... It's more anonymized. The, and the, the other one is, who's got the least amount of work to do that they can go to the gym more? Yeah. Or you just fit it in in your own time. The, so yeah, who's uh, so you'll be up for that because then that will motivate us all to go to the gym. That, uh, I'm that, worried because I know me. I always start these things and then a month, two months down the line, I'm like, ah, but there's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to do every trick in the book, mm -hmm. and I think that offices that train together stay together. Is that the phrase? It's well, usually they say couples that train together stay together. Yeah. But isn't that what we are? But We're yeah, just um, one big. Sex friendship. Yeah, I mean, you and your uh, your partner were training together. Yeah, you, you still do your training together. Do you still go to the gym together? We we do go to the gym. Yeah, but not as much as we used to, just because our schedules are different now. Mm, so yeah. we'll probably go. Yeah, if we're if we're both a boot. So when I get back from Peru, I'll see what the board looks like. Have a sweet tan. But I quite like the board at the moment being used for scheduling. Studio time. It'll be a little corner. There's there's a little corner at the bottom we don't use. Okay. Well, anyway, this email comes in from Kelton, who says, Hi, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, Simon, Pete, and Andy. Oh, crap, I'm not meant to say hi to him. Never mind, Randy. <laughs> Just wanted to email telling you guys how great you are. I've recently started listening to the Ramble Club from April 30th, and when you guys read my question, it literally made my entire week. I'm sure Ollie knows it, but just in case the rest of you don't, you guys bring so much joy to my life and a ton of other people's as well. Keep up the great work. I've been subbed since Wrestle, uh, since Wrestle Talk. It was just Ollie and a $10 backer for a few months. And if I made even more money, I'd be happy but to give more. But alas, I'm but a lowly college student. Keep up the great work. I love you guys. Heart emoji. That's from Kelton. That's really nice, Kelton. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. And I hope you have success out of uni so you can give us more money. <laughs> uh, right. Let's have this email in from, uh, well, anonymous for the moment. It says, uh, hey, Luke. Uh, hi, Ollie, Luke, Laurie, Housemate, Simon, Bird Raptor, Baron Corbin's Midcard <laughs> Vortex, The Omnishane, Robert Roots, Mustache Break, and the entire Rust Talk family, but not Randy. So last year, for a period of about two months, I was off sick from my job at the time due to depression, anxiety, and other various mental health conditions. My life was seemingly going nowhere in a job I hated. Things were rough in other parts of my life too, and the constant stress of money or lack of it was ever-present. At one point, uh, there were even suicidal thoughts, which was the trigger for me to take sick leave from work in the first place. After a brief period taking antidepressants, I was able to return to my job, but I still wasn't happy. Luckily enough, another opportunity had arisen, which I began undertaking in the free time. I began writing. It it was something I was deeply passionate about, but before long, I was able to do more and more of it. Fast forward a few months, I was able to leave the job I hated in order to pursue a career under this new venture. I originally moved house, going pretty much the full distance of the country in the process for my new job. And now, things are looking even brighter. They've been, uh, and I can honestly say I'm about as happy as I've ever been. So thanks, Ollie, Luke, Laurie, and Andy for taking the chance on me and reaffirming my belief that things will get better. I genuinely don't know if I'd still be here without WrestleTalk. You're great. Chopper Pete. 
What? Chopper Pete Quinnell. Bloody that, hell. Sent me that email and he said, don't read my name out the front because it'll be the, you get the big punchline at the end. Whoa. So that's from Chopper Pete. Oh, jeez. Nice to have a spot, Chopper. So you're very welcome, Pete. We oh. love having you around, mate. Uh, but on that oh, note. I can't fire him now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna, it was all a big prank. <laughs> <laughs> this three month review is going to be really oh, awkward. No. <laughs> Uh, let's dive into the SmackDown review. And if you're one of those people who thinks, I hate listening to the Wrestle oh, Rumble when they're I'm super sorry. negative, then I would advise not listening to this episode. Because I would, I'd say this is probably more negative than the Raw review was. Because we're more disappointed in SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. You don't expect it from SmackDown. No. But it was a very boring episode of SmackDown. Here is the show. Talked about how boring this show was. But my name just asterisk. Boring apart from the Goldberg promo, but the Goldberg promo was not flawless because it ended dumb. I would also say that the women's three-way match ah. was actually very good. I agree there as well. Yes. Other than that, boring. And it ties into what we said last week. Our title of SmackDown's Wrestle Ramble review last week was is the wild card rule ruining SmackDown? Because WWE and Vince McMahon, it seems, just can't help himself. If he's got, if he sees something as big time, that goes everywhere. Where really the whole point of the brand split is to divvy up the roster so more people can get exposure. But that's not what's happened since the wild card rules come into effect. We've got Shane McMahon on every show, Roman Reigns on every show, Drew McIntyre on every show. These same people just sucking away time from Rusev, Shinsuke Nakamura, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Daniel Kurt Ryan, Kurt Rydens. Yeah. Who is the Raw Tag Team? What is the Kurt, Raw Tag Team I like Champions? Kurt, I like Kurt Rikings. Kurt Rikings? Yeah. Where's Sasha Banks been? Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> He's cleared to wrestle. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They won the belt, said we were going to get new belt designs. They've never shown up since. I mean, I think they were on last week's show, because they started a few with Heavy Machinery. Yeah. Which, by the way, I had a massive issue with. I wasn't on last week's show, because I didn't watch last week's SmackDown. The whole point of the Usos beating them and the Money in the Bank pre-show was to set up a tag title feud between the two, and it's never been followed up on. Mm. Instead, they just went to a feud with Heavy Machinery, which is where we all thought they were going to go anyway, in which case, why didn't the tag champs win then? Totally. But uh, this was an incredibly, episode of, uh, incredibly boring episode of SmackDown Live. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I knew you were about to make a point. But it, on the, the brand split thing, I've been on record on this show before saying that I think you could do away with the brand splits, and I think it'll be fine. And a few people said, dude, when they get rid of the brand split, or just go back to the way it was, where Raw gets everything, and SmackDown just becomes a Raw replay show. And like a fool, a foolish fool in my head, I was like, it's, almost, it's impossible for that to happen. Look how deep this roster is. It is nigh on impossible for SmackDown to become a Raw replay show if you get rid of the brand split. The bland sprit. The bland sprit. And yet here we are. And they've managed, they've somehow, somehow managed to pull it off. I'm actually impressed that they've managed to pull this off. But you've eaten that whole wheel of cheese. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even angry. I'm not even angry. I'm impressed that they have managed to, with a roster this deep, to make SmackDown a raw replay show. And let's not forget 
That is not the way it's been since the wildcard. The first week it was announced, it was stupid. The second week, I think we all sat back and were like, okay, this is happening, ratings are down, let's see if they can do something to turn around. Here's what it is. And I've got to be honest, that first, well, that second week, I was like, God, they've got a lot of star power across both shows now. Four weeks later, Sami Zayn's here. Sami Zayn was main eventing SmackDown that second week, I believe. Now he's here in a throwaway open match. I don't know who's on what brand anymore. You told me Dolph Ziggler's a Raw guy. Yeah, this came as a bit of a shock to me as well. I'm just watching the show. Dolph Ziggler comes out, I guess the Raw brand. I'm like, so he's been a wild card this whole time. Which then is, it's stunning because then later on in the night, Corey Graves is going like, history could be made. because We've got a Raw person going for a SmackDown, t- a Smackdown championship talking about Alexa Bliss. And I'm like, mate, Dolph Ziggler's fighting for the title on Friday. This is not, apparently this is news, but I don't know anymore. So is that a graphic that just came up, Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, and had right. the Raw branding graphic. So maybe it's just a mistake. But but if, if he was on <laughs> Raw, that means all that, like I've, I've gone, actually, the wildcard rule as stupid as you may think it is, has stuck to its own parameters in that you've only had four picks. Yeah, sometimes tag teams count as a pick. So yeah, sometimes The Miz is not one of those picks because he did it outside the rules. We don't know how those wild cards are chosen. Yeah, we don't know how those those wild cards are chosen, but at least it's four. There's an argument to be said that there was only four of them a week. If Dolph Ziggler is not one of those four, now he's one of them... It's all over the place. But did you see how many Raw people were around the ring for the Lumberjack match? Robert Roode was there. Mojo Rawley was there. Titus O'Neil was there. Drake Maverick was there. No Way Jose was there. It was practically all Raw guys apart from Shelton Benjamin. There were like 12 to 15 Raw people on this show. It was maddening. Only counts as one. It's Lumberjack. (laughs) (laughs) Not Lumberjacks match. (laughs) Sorry. What is the plural of the lumberjack? Lumberjai. Lumberjai. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, yeah. Look, the wild card rule has that could work if you booked everyone strong and you just had you you, t- you didn't have just the same storylines, copy and paste segments over Raw and SmackDown, which are right next to each other night to night. At least back in the day. There were four days between that. You'd have Raw on Monday, Thursday for SmackDown. But now it's it's all it's just night after night. I can't this this is this was such a boring episode of SmackDown. So many bits were literal replays. Like I'm not talking a segment that's pretty much the same as the previous night. I'm talking literal video replays of stuff that happened on Raw. It's like they're leaning into the joke that SmackDown is a Raw replay. Yeah, there was, so you were watching this in the office today and you took off your headphones after the first segment and just leant around your computer to say, it's like this, this, this segment was designed to annoy me. And I thought to myself, oh, he's in for such a bad ride with this show. Because this, well, I watching it this morning, I was dumbfounded at how lazy this show was. When Shane speared Roman, I was like, guys, come. Or when Drew gave him a claim on the outside, I was like, guys, what is going on? How can you be this lazy in writing a show? Yeah, well, that's going to sell the pay-per-view. Now we did that angle twice. Twice. Twice, yeah. in, twi- twice in 48 hours. Thank you. 
Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But we've also got some pledge hammers on Patreon to say thank you to. So head over to Patreon, let's talk to Patreon, of course, to get your shout outs and to do predictions with us in our fantasy predictions league, the Wrestle League, the critically acclaimed Wrestle League, uh, for Super Showdown. Super Showdown, and yes. And Dominion. And if you are one of the winners, you will get your own trophy emoji trophy. Mm. Three winners have already got this amazing Super yeah. showdown went up today and Dominion will be going up tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And we've got loads more because it's running. Wrestle League Season 2 is running up until... Shows. Eight yeah. more shows are running up until SummerSlam. So I've got plenty so of time if, to catch yeah, up. Even if you start now, you could still win if you just aced all of the shows. Yeah, yeah and at everyone the, else At the very lost. least, yours beat me. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Expect a fight. Hey, Woo! Nice. Yeah. Angry Abel Zafiri. The star athlete, Lendl Brenson. Nice. Yes. Yes. Harder than its bite, Sean Barksdale. (laughs) (laughs) Asker's future husband and EOF one-man wrecking crew, Skin Trade. Such a weird name. It's a thing. You'll never get this name right, you idiots. Matthew... This is my first one. Matthew Zmizewski. Awfully pronounced. Such a good attempt. Brett the Hitman, Matthew Williams. Nice, thank you. Killer, Chris Phillips. Nice. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. And he understands that reference. He's a sexy man. Sexy man. Not an Andrew Gross man. Gross man. Yeah. Switchblade, Courtney Summers. Hey, That's who she likes this Finally, month. dot, dot, dot. No, there's more. Dive, Dylan Cachetta. Yeah. Oh, there's another page. <laughs> oh, yeah. They drew first blood, not me, Grace Rambo. Hope you enjoyed the new Rambo film. 
You sold out, Jay Sellers. Yeah. yeah, and actually, lastly, this one's for you, Jonathan. Jonathan, the headmaster, headman. Well, um, so yeah, we're, we're going to do the whole show play by boring play. Oh, it's boring. Uh, let's see what the su- 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 super chats are saying with Randy Andy Datsun, though. The oh. people agree. That was a very quick intro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him we off guard. have got uh, first of all we've got one from earlier who didn't get read out in ah. the so I spotted that uh, oh yeah congratulations Jay, John Moxley mm. uh, Jay Derazinski didn't get his read out because uh, he did it just after Pete finished so uh, who do you think will lose their title first Becky, Seth or Kofi hmm. Seth Becky's already lost one of her belts so I'm going with Becky because she did lose I'm gonna go for the the question. Well, she said, "Who will win their title? Who will lose their title?" Well, Becky lost one title, she but she's still got one title. Who will lost look, one singular title? <laughs> I'm not talking lumberjack or lumberjacks. <laughs> it's clear. I'm gonna say Seth, and it's this Friday. I'm also gonna say Seth as well. But I mean, some people are really asking us to entertain the idea that Brock's gonna cash in on Kofi, which is always possible. Maybe yeah. he's been doing. Maybe they did all of these angles with Seth. As the ultimate swerve, so he'll cash in on Kofi. Yeah, Kofi, if they were going to do that, I think Kofi would have at least mentioned it once tonight. Ah, but that's where the swerve comes in, you see. Because you're going to fully expect it to be Seth, and then, hey, swerve, bro, it's Kofi. Because that's how you sell pay-per-views, isn't it? You just ignore all the story (laughs) rather than tease it. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Uh, but our super chats for this, we start with Sean Dunn, who's given us a very nice donation. Thanks, Sean. Thank you very much. And another Sean in Sean Turner, who is Bailey Stingman, says, mm. can we have a Save Us Bailey Sting merch? Why do people want merch for everything? Merch is what drives this business, man. Not our business. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I've tried. Uh, Adrian Wells, thank you very much for your donation. Chris Gardner says, In kayfabe, why did Kofi have the response to Dolph's video ready and waiting? (laughs) Yes. Mate, there were four, four video packages in that one segment. And the wrestlers were queuing them up. It was hilariously dumb. It's like watching two people Snapchat a conversation (laughs) next to each other. And then Is that still add, a thing, young person? Uh, it was uh, Snapchat was down the other day. I hear. I haven't used it in a very oh, long time, but crikey. apparently, yeah. How did the world react? Oh, I, I mean, we don't know. know. We, the social media was gone. <laughs> On Twitter. Um, yeah, and, and then to add insult to injury, after that four like video package segment, sh- it cuts Shane backstage, who queued up a video package. <laughs> Um, that was hilarious. Jobber JJ to Wait. say uh, the women's division is so embarrassing. I feel bad. No, I thought this, the women's segment. Bar, I didn't like the talking segment, but I thought the match was actually the best thing on the show. I feel like it was a direct response to how bad the previous nights was. That was trending, uh, I believe. How bad the Charlotte oh, really? Evans match was. Yeah, it broke through into the mainstream. Oh wow! Rusev yeah. tweeted about it. He said he wanted to see it again. <laughs> And then he backtracked on it. it. Was like, well, no, no. I'm saying they were really. They put in a lot of effort. Oh, like, such a good troll. Why would you tweet that? He's trolling me. <laughs> he's done on purpose. Yeah. No. Sure. I, so I would say that the uh, the women's three way was actually the best thing on the show. Yeah. Uh, sh- oh, you told me it was so boring before I was about to watch it. I was like, oh, I'm watching it. Uh, Sean Turner says, new idea. You know, Demon Balor. What if Ember Moon gets infected with the demon? Could work with Dana. <laughs> Do it right after Sean, Bailey Sting and Sean, CM Banks. Sean, Sean, you've had your one idea, mate. <laughs> Every idea you've pitched since has never been as good as Bailey Sting. I would quit while you're ahead. I would just quit. <laughs> 
Chris Field uh, says, Hey there from Texas. Love you guys. My son is about to turn four and he supports WrestleTalk. Hey. Could you give him a happy birthday, Alexander? Also, what did you think of R-Truth and Carmella's 24 title defense? Happy, happy birthday, Alexander. Happy birthday, Alexander. Happy bloody birthday. Four years old. It's all downhill four, from here, mate. Oh, it's, going, it's, it's fine. It's like colloquialisms. Okay. Um, what did you say? I said, I said bloody. <sighs> Ooh. Yeah, my mother would be very upset with me. Um, I uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get on to the R Truth car Mella segment a bit later on, I suppose. Yeah. It's it's still it's getting less funny every week. Did you see the video from Under the Ring though? No, I haven't seen. Oh, okay, that. well that's quite funny. Okay, we'll play that on your main show. Uh, Jobber JG says jobbers are the best, as he often does. Yeah, that's mm. his catchphrase. Um, Danny, your boy Devito says Bray and Truth's back must hurt from carrying WWE. I'm not sure about truth, but it's only about Bray. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, there was no Firefly segment. No. No replay. Of all the maybe that's, maybe that's why it ran so short. They forgot yeah, to yeah, yeah. that up and they're like, oh no, we forgot the Bray segment. Of all the things that SmackDown usually just straight up replays from Raw, there was no Firefly Funhouse. Mm. Or Corey Graves saying, the new edition. Yeah. Cookie, uh, cookie, cookie, possibly says I got kids. Yeah, Gotta feed them. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of which, he'll probably be in the fifty-man battle royal. Won't oh he? yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm, I came oh. up with a uh, ingenious system of how to pick my uh, winner for that as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I literally took everyone who's listed under WWE personnel that is not injured, refusing to go, or a woman. Mm. Put them into a randomizer and picked a name. Oh, who'd you get? Zach Gibson. So Zach Gibson <laughs> is my pick to win the 50-man battle royal. Nice. It's as good a shot as any. Come on, yeah. Zach. <laughs> um, over. What's the next? Uh, Cactor Cloud says Alexa moved to SmackDown Live. Make way for a Sasha Raw return. No, she's still a Raw star. Yes, uh, yeah. and very much still a Raw star. She was advertised. She, she actually had a video on WWE's YouTube channel saying that if she wins, she's taking the title to Raw. So she is very much still a raw star. It's a wild card thing. Fair enough. Um, next up is Dustin Pylon. Pylon. You have to tell me what that is, Dustin, because I always say Pylon Pylon. Um, I'm having a horrible flashbacks from when every main event of SmackDown was an in-ring segment with, segment with Seth when he was WWE champion. SmackDown equals raw replay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could also make the argument that Goldberg is a raw star as well. Yeah. That's the last round we saw him on. John, John, John. Wasn't that that era of yeah. Seth Rollins' main event 20-minute in-ring segments? Yeah. John. Oh, God. Such Dark a good days. promo, just driven into the ground. Crazy Lewis <laughs> says, as soon as you started streaming, a delivery came. My dad ordered a beer 52 for my granddad's Father's Day gift. Coincidence? Oh. I think not. I hope he used the discount code. It's a great, great gift. It's yeah. a great, great gift. Nothing. doesn't really drink that much beer, though. Nothing says birthday like discounts. Mm. <laughs> Father's Day. It's Father's Day. They, they like to know about it as well. I used a coupon to get your birthday present. Oh, yeah. I got you 50% off. Mm. Yeah. What I generally do is I go to TK Maxx and buy my dad the ugliest thing I can. Because, you know, they always have, like, really weird, like, sculptures mm. and things. We have My mum hates it, but he thinks it's great. Uh, Travis Sharon says, I received notifications from WWE app about the failure of WCW. Do you think this is WWE's way of shooting at AW? I got a email, like, just 
during AEW Double or Nothing saying, oh, tonight we're going to show you a thing about the fall of WCW. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think that's probably, it, it's most likely done on purpose. In the same way that they just happened to show the Tom McGee Bret Hart match two weeks before StarCast. You know what? We were already working on a documentary. It just so happened to air two weeks before the one thing we actually gave StarCast was going to happen. These things just happen. We've been Weird. planning a UK territory for ages. We just, we just, it just so happens that WOS was announced. We were working on NXT UK Cardiff on the exact same day as New Japan's Royal Quest and All Elite Wrestling's All Out pay-per-view. Sometimes these things just happen coincidences you know, coincidences yeah absolutely it's just, it's just wrestling you know uh jobber jj says john moxley is always a mid carder u.s champion <laughs> uh, well no because the u.s champions are very prestigious belts in new japan so it's not a mid card thing well it is a mid card would you thing, say really? it was above the junior heavyweight yeah no I wouldn't. no actually no no, no, no i wouldn't actually i, I, I would say that. it's Heavyweight, intercontinental, junior heavyweight, then US. Yeah, and it really depends who holds it as well. Like when Omega and Jericho were battling over it at Wrestle Kingdom, then yeah, there is an argument to be made that it was the second or third. But the intercontinental title is so historic and important over there. The US title is doesn't really mean much to me, and I, I would argue not the vast majority of people. But it's a great thing to just put on John Moxley right now as a business move. Who's the current US champion in WWE? It is Samoa Joe, because Rey Mysterio relinquished <laughs> yeah. it to him. I genuinely couldn't remember it until I asked the question. When I was, I was, writing, like, oh, yeah, when I was writing the uh, predictions earlier, I wrote Finn Balor versus Andrade US championship. I went, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not right, is it? Um, Start Recording says, after Saudi showdown, I'd like the mid-card title fuse to be Samoa Joe versus Ricochet and Balor versus Murphy or Black. Oh, yes, please. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah great. with that, yeah. Uh, Dustin S. Gooding says, love you guys and the channel. Oh, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. We love you too, Dustin. Caleb Brandon says, I've been unemployed for a few months now and I'm running out of money. I've been watching you guys <laughs> since the start and I know and I now know what my dream job would be. Working for you lads. <laughs> uh, I can do anything. Just give me a chance. What a weird way to ask for a job <laughs> in a super chat. Yeah, well, isn't that what Pacini did? <laughs> you know, my, I, with my last couple of quid, I bought yeah, this billboard. billboard yeah. I did, he, um, with my last few pounds, I did this super chat. He tweeted about that quite recently yeah. because every now and again, it, it goes viral the, on Reddit. It, yeah. it goes viral on Reddit all over again, which means he has to re-up the um, the link. That's on the, the higher Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just links it to whatever his favorite current thing is at the moment. I think at the moment it's like it links to Baron Corbin beating. <laughs> <laughs> like Baron Corbin becoming the number one contender to the universe. He's got my jacket, though, so he's an idiot. Mm. Uh, Bob. He's a handsome idiot. Mm. Bob Plob, which is a good name. Um, if any of Ollie's dream. If only dr Ollie's dream fact of a. Try again, mate. If only Ollie's dream of a faction tag team belt happened, imagine the Usos and Roman versus Undisputed Era versus Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah, six man belts. You love it. Uh, I I did was was hoping for that, but I wouldn't have a tag team. I wouldn't have two tag belts. I would take away one of the brand's tag belts, and then that's another way you could differentiate the brand brand mm -hmm. by having tag teams on one and six man belt on another. No, the uh, what we want from Raw and SmackDown is like the mirror image, the exact same like show. Don't watch Raw and SmackDown. Watch WWE. There you go. Now you get. Now you're thinking like Vince well, McMahon. To carry on from that, uh, Jonathan Hedman has suggested that uh, we should call it Raw Down or Smack Raw from now on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and speaking of Jonathan, Hedman, he emailed me to say I haven't had a uh, Patreon shout out for a while. 
You wait till later, Jonathan. I've seen your name. Uh, yeah, and spread out over the month. Yeah, so yeah. if you're at the start of the month, then you're not going to hear your name again until the next month. Yeah. Tomo with uh, Tomo. one of his Tomo. giant donations, which makes me think he must be some kind of Australian oil giant. He wants a job. Uh, he does too, yeah. Uh, hello, people from the thing called WrestleTalk. How are you guys doing today? Do you guys remember when SmackDown was the land of opportunity? Oh, <laughs> by Shane McMahon, no less. Absolutely, yeah. There he is. Do you remember when uh, we were the authority? Yeah. Yeah, and things were going to be different. Mm. Yeah, SmackDown's a very different place. Do you remember when Paige was the general manager? (laughs) Do you remember when there was Talking Smack? Oh, do you remember when there was a ranking system? Oh, the ranking system. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't think it did in the end. I think it started a few. It was Autumn Autumn. Autumn versus... Bobby Roode? No, yeah, yeah, it might, but yeah, I it think was it is. <laughs> but it was someone who was feuding with Randy over his placement. Yes, yeah, but yeah, Randy yeah. kept saying, I'm I not care. bothered. <laughs> yeah. not, I don't care. Genuinely don't care, mate. I, yeah. I genuinely I'm, couldn't care I'm less. actually going to go home. He's going to have a bath. <laughs> yeah. uh, Michael Dominguez, who's the person who said he was very happy about school being out, uh, said, school's out and swaffed on, streaming Wrestle Friends. Oh, that's Wrestle Fre- Oh, that's someone else's thing, isn't it? No, that's oh. Friendos. Friendos, yeah. Hey, I'm Steve. <laughs> hey, I'm Larson. <laughs> oh, man. Great voices. What a great got. voice. Yeah. They have got great voices. I wish I had their voices. Me too. Yoni Rosenbaum, which is a wonderful name, which means, I think it means Rose Tree, which is a lovely name. Uh, you guys are the best. Support Wrestle Talk. Thank you very much. Supporting. Yes, know, thank I'm you. Quite adequate. Flags and languages. Uh, Zachary Marsh said, would you rather watch Russo TNA or WWE now? And Ooh. why? Oh, that's a good... I, um, that is a freaking rock and a hard place. <laughs> Can I just get smashed between them? Because I was going to say, like, I mean, I suppose you could always laugh at Russo TNA, but in I, hindsight, that's it. It's only in hindsight. At the time, it was the most heartbreaking thing to watch because this company that I loved so much was just systematically falling apart week by week by week and just getting somehow worse and worse and worse. Just when you thought he can't book a worse show of TV than he did this week, he somehow managed it the following week. I would say WWE now. I'd rather watch just because occasionally you get Cesaro Ricochet. Yep. Like I, the roster now, I think, like we said it earlier, it's the best roster in the world ever. Uh, I'm also going to go with WWE yeah. now as well. But that is not an easy choice. But yeah. I think in hindsight, if with the power of hindsight, going back and rewatching, you'd be like, you can then laugh at it. Yeah. I don't think you can laugh at WWE now in hindsight. No. It'll just be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Ski Boo thank you very much for your generous donation Zachary Marsh says I hate Lars's voice he should never speak well I thought they were never going to let him speak to be honest I thought that was just going to be well just hide the negatives and accentuate the positives the positive is he has got a large frame mm. Mm. and, and we, a giant chin oh we, we bloody love a large but frame but that meant you would have had EC3 and Lars both doing no speak gimmicks yeah but only one of them's being pushed so it's fine EC3 could have been pushed if he didn't have the audacity to get booked against <laughs> Dean Ambrose when Dean Ambrose I mean was leaving it was his fault that WWE released that press release yeah um, so we'll get on to more Super Chats later for now let's dive in to the full play by play of this boring episode of Smackdown uh, have a cup of tea guys we'll yeah, get through this together in. so at the start they said they build what's coming up in the show. 
And they were like, Goldberg, first time ever on SmackDown. I was like, that's great. I'm genuinely looking forward to that. I love Goldberg. And then they said, also coming up as the second biggest selling point, Shane McMahon is determined to call out Roman Reigns. That's an exact quote. They made a graphic with that (laughs) phrasing. Shane McMahon is determined to call out Roman Reigns. What is what is that? That isn't a segment. That's a that's like a that's an existential. It's not even a question. That, that if you go onto WWE's website, they've got the most stupid names for their articles, and it's just it's it's like you've you've said a sentence into a translation machine, and through some weird AI, it's gurgled back a bunch of words that don't connect in that way, but not in a cool way like Japan does, like King of Sports, like WrestleTalk.com does. Yeah. Like in this way, so it's it really doesn't. I thought I thought it was just it was infuriating, and the like beyond that, no one cares. It's Shane McMahon, and we saw it last night. Well, I was going to say that's the key to this is that we've seen him call out Roman several times over. We've seen them interact a lot in the ring over the last couple of weeks. They bill the segment. Shane McMahon is determined to call out Roman Reigns with its own graphic. Three times this night. Yeah. Anyway, the New Day opened the show. New Day opened up the show. Uh, Kofi said they've been through some hard times, but there have been some good things. He won the WWE Championship, for example, and then showed what was a lovely video of Kofi going to Ghana and celebrating with uh, with family and friends and these kids and stuff. It was genuinely quite lovely. It's from Jamaica. <laughs> Why are they doing this? We a, all know Kofi Kingston comes from Jamaica. It was a very lovely thing to do, and I very much enjoyed it. I disagree. It was a lovely video package. Excellent video package. WWE can edit together video packages very well. All of the video packages, I would say, were very well put together. However, you've got to frame those video packages in the right way. Even though Kofi did the best he possibly could do, hey, it's about make, it's about inspiring other people. And here's what I did, and that's how he introduces this. Here's me going back to my home country where I inspired everyone there. And it was, like you said, it was lovely. That's not his role. He's got Xavier Woods right next to him who should be going, hey, but that's not all you did. You did this, you did that, you did that. And now, everyone, look what Kofi did over the weekend. And Kofi should be standing there being humble, bashful, like, oh, don't bring this up, man. There's a reason John Cena doesn't bring up all the Make-A-Wish stuff he does all the time and they don't make a big deal out of it on TV because it makes him look like he's bragging. And this didn't come across like he was bragging, but there is a much more effective way to get over his character and that is by making Woods do it and by making Woods be his cheerleader. When you're right, you're right. Yes. The segment got so much worse, though. Yes. I'll be honest with you, I managed to overlook that because I liked the video package as it was. But I left this uh, whole segment with a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Because out comes Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler, he says, that, that's when I found out he's a Raw star. Because the Raw <laughs> graphic came up for, for Dolph. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that Kofi's an inspiration, but it should be about him. And he plays his own video package that shows his 14-year career in WWE. With such highlights as that one time he won the World Heavyweight Championship from Alberto Del Rio. And I would argue... That's about it. Because other times he won the Intercontinental title, like, from who? And who could care? He once beat John Cena to rid us all of the... No, he once beat 
someone to rid us all of the authority. That was a Survivor Series. Yeah. Pretty sure but really, he beat Cena as well. But really, Sting match. did. Sting beats yeah. the authority. Um, and he said it should have been me. And then Kofi says that he's a great wrestler. And then he plays. He sets up the third clip of this segment. Dolph, that storyline where Dolph vacated the US title in 2017 after winning it, disappeared and then just came back at the Royal Rumble and pretended like nothing had happened. And I remember people at the time going like, no, he did it so he could get that title shot at Fastlane. That happened like four weeks later. Like, no, literally, they just dropped the storyline. And then I thought it was a bit... I like the audacity to then bring that up as if it was a purposeful thing. No, you, you always just walk away from these things. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, it wasn't it wasn't finished there. Ziggler just went in answer to that promo package being played. He just pointed to the screen and it was a replay of Dolph beating up Kofi two weeks ago because this feud's only two weeks old. When I was writing up my review for this show while I was on the tube in this morning, I wrote the first video package, the second one, and then I did the third one, which to my memory was Dolph attacking Kofi. Because I was like, can't believe they did three videos in this one segment. And so I reread my notes. I was like, oh, that was the fourth one. Mm. So there are ways to do this. It just takes a bit more time and effort, WWE. This whole thing was 15 minutes. Oof, is it really? Pretty sure. Crazy. By the time the match started, but following this, which was Xavier and Kofi versus Owens and Zayn, it was about 10 to 15 minutes. That is far too long. This really is a three to five minute backstage promo segment. Have them both sit down. Have them both jaw jack back and forth. They're both very good promos. I bet they could do it really, really well. And then, because that's pre-recorded, you can play these clips over the top of what they're talking about. Because that clip of Dolph walking away from the US title would be really effective, not in this scenario, where it's like, well, why are you introducing it now? Mm. Uh, I, I just... the. the this was just terrible production and such a clunky way to present a show where you have to suspend your disbelief. Clunky is such a good word for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I called it horrifically stilted yeah. in my review. I, I hated it. I, I, I hated it. Yeah, you were very upset. Um, and then as Ziggler leaves, Owens and Zayn come in uh, and they have a, a, a good tag match. with I, Formulaic. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, was, it was good. Yeah, I mean, it these was four fine. guys are very talented. Yeah, uh, Owens and Zayn not going to Saudi Arabia, so they picked up the loss here, which is fine. Put over your champion. Mm -hmm. But again, Sami Zayn gets pinned. It's like, I'm, it's only so many times you can pin one person before people just stop taking them seriously. And I would argue that people have already stopped taking Sami Zayn seriously. And he had momentum. Like, granted, nothing... We all knew it was just a McMahon proxy when he was cutting those promos on all of us. But that feels like a million years ago. Taken out of Money in the Bank, the electric chair segment last week. I wouldn't be surprised if... McMahon hasn't worked himself into a shoot, brother, and now he's genuinely angry at Sammy for doing a scripted AEW reference in his promo that the management likely signed off on. Yeah. And now Sammy's got genuine heat off the back of this, and damn you for being Syrian. So it's it's very, very frustrating stuff. And then, like, as if all that production nonsense wasn't enough in the first part of this. They cut back to Ziggler watching the screen at a ridiculously obtuse angle. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And it just usually that stuff doesn't bother me, but I I had enough by this point. And we are ten minutes into the show. Uh, yeah. Then it gets worse. Shane McMahon is backstage and he says blah blah blah. 
I'm boring, blah, 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 and here's what I did last night. Introduces another video package. We saw him spear Roman so many times on this show. And both, it was, both in live and video for, version. Yeah, and then it cuts back to Shane backstage. Such a rubbish promo from him. Like, he's got no charisma. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Maybe the next segment will save this show. Oh, no, wait. It was a moment of bliss. Yes. So, moment of bliss continues to be aw- awful. <laughs> so, Alexa Bliss is a heel on SmackDown. But she's a baby face on Raw. That is what I've gathered from this. Um, because she was very much in full-on Alexa heel mode here. She was making fun of Bailey. She was demanding better coffee from the stagehands. And when she got the better coffee, she wanted it in a proper mug, or her favorite mug. And the coffee you get on SmackDown is rubbish. And then she starts like making fun of Bailey's accomplishments or lack thereof. And then they square off. Then Carmella comes out. She talks about winning money in the bank. Charlotte comes out. And she talks about, she called Shane her good friend. And she did it in such a like pointed way that it was like, is this a Lacey Evans thing? Mm. Are, we, are we suggesting this again? And announced that there's going to be a triple threat for the number one <coughs> contendership to Bailey at Stomping Grounds. Not Super Showdown. Um, and that, that's where they really were highlighting that Bliss is a raw star. Yeah, I just, this moment of, this wasn't an awful Moment of bliss. Not segment. the worst ever. Like the, there have been much worse versions of this show. However, Alexa's betrayal and inconsistency of her own character. Not that I even like what's happening on Raw. I was quite vocal about that yesterday with her weird friendship with Nikki Cross, which isn't even played like there's a heel element to it. It's not the old soap opera, we hug each other, and then you have the close-up of the face where, oh, but now I'm doing an evil smirk. It's played genuine. Like, it's played that Alexa and Nikki are genuinely friends. So you can't just then come onto the other brand and start trashing it in the way and just behaving generally heelish. It's it's yeah. so problematic. It then puts us into this position. I, I, I say this in the review where the next couple of weeks we're going to be watching both Raw and SmackDown on an episode of Raw. She's teaming with Nikki Cross and feuding with the Iconics over the women's tag titles as a babyface while simultaneously feuding with Bayley on SmackDown for the women's championship as a heel. So... As a fan, why would you get invested in the Alexa Bliss character? Because I don't know what she is. This company doesn't know what she is. They don't. They can never decide, is she a good guy? Is she a baddie? And so we just get this mishmash of the two where she's one on one show, another on a different show, but it, it's played like it's the same person. It's so sloppy and it's so messy. I genuinely, this really annoyed me. I said yesterday that I think while there's a lot of crap in WWE right now, the Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross storyline is the most fundamentally flawed in terms of storytelling. Because what it's doing, it's letting story dictate characters rather than the characters dictating the story. In that, here's the story we want to tell, so you'll do this now, you'll do that now. Not coming from a character up perspective. And it's the same, it's like they've done that. I didn't, like, I didn't think you could make that worse. No. But they've done it here. They've said, oh, but now we've got another story over here, so your character is now this. And this isn't even the best version of Alexa Bliss's heel character. This whole coffee thing is rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Like, she, she was a much better... It, yeah. She was a... I, th- I genuinely think it's her suggestion. Oh, yeah, no, I was about to say, it's definitely her suggestion. This, yeah. ho- this whole character thing is her idea. Someone should say, it's a crap idea. <laughs> because whatever she was doing two years ago when she was the SmackDown Women's Champion... 
fantastic heel work. Yeah. Genuinely a pleasure to watch. But now, yeah, terrible. Anyway, this turned into actually, like you said, one of the best parts of the show. Well, th- that came later on. Oh, yeah, of course. It yeah. was very weird because I've written down here, like, they all came out in their gear. And I'm like, of course, we're going to set up a match. Like, literally, it was so telegraphed that those three were the ones who were going to have the match because all three of them are in their gear. And I was like, and the match happens next. No, there were two other segments in between. I was like, then why were they in their gear? Why didn't you have them in regular clothes and build some suspense so it doesn't look like it's a staged production? Mm. Why were they in their gear? Yeah. Uh, To flog another dead horse, uh, Charlotte said with the good friend Shane thing, the, the, the sort of murky insinuations there that we've got no time for, but also... I didn't think we had authority figures anymore. But yeah, but Vince kept taking people out of matches and putting other people into matches. So, yeah. Well, Shane continued to book matches, despite there being no authority figures. Carmella's backstage after this. Truth is sort of dishevelled backstage too. Says the 24-7 championship is ruining his life. Yeah, and he gets on the phone to Shane to talk about it, and Shane says, well, you're in a match right now. And to be to be fair to them... They did have a good cliffhanger where Truth is like, what kind of match? Oh, no. And he walks off and Carmella's like, <gasps> yeah. So I was like, oh, what kind of match is it? And I also got a bit of a kick out of uh, Truth was using Carmella's phone to call Shane. And then so Carmella answered and said, it's Shane. Truth got the phone and said, hello, who's this? <laughs> yeah. Truth's comedic timing's very good. Uh, so it's a lumberjack match. A lumberjai match. A lumberjai with all the lumberjai around the ring. It's the undercard. Too many wild on the cards. Yep, I thought Matt Hardy was a raw person. That's why I've written in my notes here. And yeah, he's a SmackDown. <laughs> he's a SmackDown he? guy. Yeah, I forgot. I've just remembered that. Um, but yeah, Robert Roode was there. Cedric Alexander, No Way Jose. I saw Jack Gallagher, Drake Maverick, Titus O'Neil. Lots of raw people around this. Maybe week. lumberjack is the collective term for jobbers. Yeah, mm. could be. Yeah, it sounds about right. I'm uh, surprised the Ascension weren't there. And I forgot they're in the company. I only remembered when I put them into my big 50-man battle royale randomizer. There's some shenanigans. Truth gets distracted. Elias wins the title. Everyone brawls. Elias sneaks out. And a pretty good shot, actually. They're both on their hands and knees, Truth and Elias, and they sort of meet each other. Elias tries to go under the ring to escape, but Truth pins him under the ring. Yeah. Do you think either one of them gave the thunder ta- uh, the Undertaker their thumbs up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's Hornswoggle doing down here? Because Undertaker would have been under the ring this whole Not time. Not then. Yeah, of course, he'd been under the whole ring the whole night. No, they don't. Yeah, they wheel been... him out in the nah. segment before. Nah, he'd been there the whole night, mate. Good. Hello, mate. <laughs> you right? Little monitor under there for him. You right, mate? Just doing his emails. <laughs> I wish I'd gone to Starcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is... It was quite funny, but... Yeah, so the video, there's a video on, I think it's on their YouTube channel, certainly on their website, of a camera underneath the ring. Why there would be one there, I don't know. But um, they climb under, and Truth smacks his head against a chair. That's how he got the pins. They did actually film him getting a pin. That's good. Uh, after that, we had the Alistair Black promo. Uh, this, is, this is good. Uh, I think he's getting better every week. His promos are very good. Yeah. Because uh, last week you said, oh no, it was Pete who said last week that he wasn't enjoying the like laugh or the shoutiness of Alistair Black. He was a lot more of a fan of the cool, reserved Alistair Black, whereas I think he's his promo skills are improving more and more and more. I, th- I think this is a nice way to take the character. I just wanted to go somewhere. Yes, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. he is just stuck in a, a phantom zone at the moment. Yeah. Uh, then, we, then we got <laughs> the segment where Shane McMahon 
is determined to call out Roman Reigns. Why can't it just be Shane McMahon calls out Roman Reigns? Because he wasn't... He hadn't decided whether he was calling him out, but he was determined to He's try. determined. <laughs> determined to call him out. And the revival are with Shane, so more uh, Raw wild cards, and gets Greg to do the introduction. So sad seeing the revival caught in the Omni-Shane. Really upsetting. And then big CM Punk chant. For yeah. the best in the world. And then he shows again the footage of him beating up Roman Reigns. He's going to neuter the big dog, which I'm sure every heel has cut that promo on Roman before. I actually thought this was a content-wise and kind of delivery, just in that it was the most personality Shane's probably shown. But it's we've all we've yeah. heard this and yeah. thousands of times with people who are feuding with the big dog. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hate it. I was just ambivalent towards it, whereas everything else Shane did, I hated. So, well done. Roman comes out, beats up the Revival, and then Drew runs in from out of nowhere, delivers a hellacious uh, Claymore kick. Yeah. He charged at him to give him that Claymore kick. Drew looked very good in doing it, but I thought, am I just watching Raw again? Yeah. Because this felt, this felt like the exact same segment we got on Raw. And then Shane speared Roman for the end of the segment. Yeah, yeah. But then we got Alexa Bliss taking on Charlotte, taking on Carmella. All the blondes. All the blondes. All the blondes. And it was a pretty interestingly structured match in two people brawl, finish, like finish, and then the third person, usually Carmella, breaks it up for a near fall. Yeah. I and could, it really yeah. heightened the drama of the match. Crowd were really into the near falls as well, mm. particularly when um, you had Charlotte had Carmella in the figure eight oh, and yeah. Bliss went up top and hit Twisted Bliss to get a pinfall and Carmella broke it up at the last second I thought it was actually some really good drama in the near falls definitely and what's more impressive is the crowd because this wasn't a good show the crowd did not start off into this match but the they, their work in the ring was so good they, they got them into it there was an ad break it went through an ad break when they came back that was the first uh, sort of cool spot where Carmella did a Hurricane Rana off the second rope on Charlotte and that was a near fall and yeah, it just the, the crowd was suddenly into it. Uh, I, I yeah, I think it was because the women's wrestling on Monday night was so poor. Yeah, I, I got to feel like this is a direct response. Were, like, let's yeah. go out and show them what we can really do. And the other element of this match is that uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville came out mm. because I guess they're not feuding with the Kabuki Warriors anymore, and they're just feuding with Carmella instead. Why do you have such a stupid name? You'll never get over with the Kabuki Warriors. You're off TV. Yeah, we haven't seen them for a while. They were meant to be getting, like, tag title shots. Yeah, <laughs> but... materialized. Uh, any Saudi show is kind of like Survivor Series in uh, that. It just pauses certain feuds. But now the Iconics, are, but the Iconics are in a different feud now. They're feuding with Bliss and Cross. Mm. On Raw. Oh, man, maybe you're right. Wildcard. I don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, but actually, surprisingly, very good stuff. And um, Mella got distracted by Fire and Desire, and Bliss hit a DDT for the win. So historically, we could see a Raw star win a SmackDown title and take it across to SmackDown, or take it across to Raw. Even though we might also get that on Friday, I, I don't see that happening. Um, I, do I. It's it's good that Bliss is wrestling because I, I just keep on thinking that she's kind of semi-retired. Really, she's had so many concussions reportedly in the last ten or so months. And she hardly wrestles. And that's sort of where the whole Moment of Bliss segment comes from, the in-ring version at least, or the on-ramp version, because she can't really wrestle. And when she does wrestle, it's in tags. She doesn't do much, or it's the Royal Rumble. Uh, but, but here, she was 
she was mixing it up. I thought it was actually really like I thought about this on Monday as well when she got in and hit a drop kick on yeah. whichever one of the iconics it was, and I was like, it's good to see her taking bumps mm. and, and yeah. getting in the ring and wrestling. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this actually. Yeah, it was good to see her back. Um, but then we got a video package for Seth getting beaten up. I just, I'm so over it already. And then it cuts back to Todd Phillips doing the somber voice. He was taken to a medical facility. That sounds stupid. A local everything on this, facility. Everything on this show sounds so stupid. I don't believe in anything. But he vows he'll be in Saudi Arabia this Friday. Mm. He vows he'll be a super showdown. We can't say the country. Oh, of course. Jeddah's okay. Country redacted. <laughs> Uh, then we got, then it, but then it went right back to being bad with Lars Sullivan having an exclusive interview with Kayla Braxton. Kayla is my new favorite uh, backstage personality. I prefer her to Charlie Caruso and not Renee. I think she is the best actor of the three. I thought she was actually she was the best thing in this segment. Mm. So what I'm I big thumbs up for Kayla. What I don't get is. No one really cares about Lars's motivations. No. no one is asking, why do you do this, you monster man? He's not like mankind. <laughs> you monster you man. You monster man. You big foot. You can't say the F word. No. Uh, and he's not like mankind, mm. where those interviews with JR, the three faces of Foley, were incredible. And it was a, a fascinating dive into a mysterious character. And it explained a lot of his psyche in an even more tantalising way. Lars has none of those aspects. He's not a deep character. So who... The, and he can't... Like, he's a character, if anything, best suited to being completely silent, like you said earlier. So who on earth thought it was a good idea, or even an, a time-filler idea, to book him in a segment where he's in an in-ring interview. This isn't even a backstage thing you can pre-produce. This segment, I believe, also went longer than the segment that comes afterwards, which was a match. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it was a match. It's um, it's <clears throat> certainly not how I would be using Lars Sullivan in this scenario, but um, I'm, I'm going to uh, direct, quote directly WrestleVotes here, the, uh, the excellent WrestleVotes on Twitter, who said, uh, just think of all the NXT guys that have come up and haven't been as pushed as hard as Lars Sullivan is being pushed right now. Makes absolutely no sense, none at all. And it's only when you think that's like, oh my, yeah, he's an NXT call-up mm -hmm. who's actually getting a bit of a push and they're really featuring him a lot on TV and putting him over a lot as this big thing. You're like, you have got so many other NXT people you could have given this treatment to, but you picked Lars because he's tall. It's Vince in his 80s mode of being like, who's going to be next for Hulk Hogan? I need to build my next monster for Hogan to be. And Lars is just another monster for a good guy to beat. Problem is, is that when you beat the monsters in the 80s, you at least had months and months and months apart from them where you could then rebuild or repackage. Now, we're just like, well, what's Lars going to do once he gets beaten up by the good guy? Mm. He's going to become Braun Strowman. He'll go start doing comedy stuff, and we'll, yeah. we'll completely fall out. Uh, on this, actually, uh, this is a bit of news to me. This is only 22 minutes ago. Hearing news of female talent on the flight to Saudi Arabia, as reported by Sean Ross Sapp. I can add the idea that months ago was for a women's match to happen at this show. Prior to her injury, the plan was Nia Jax versus Natalia. We'll see if any matchup does happen this I, Friday. I've oh. seen Natalia was... Renee Young shared a picture of her and Natalia on the plane uh, on her Instagram. I don't know if that just means Natalia's because I know they're very good friends. 
So I don't know if just, the TARDIS is going to go and watch. Mm. Well, apparently, according to the, the plan was, this is going to by Russell Boats, who actually do have a very good track record. Mm. In fact, they had, um, before Raw yesterday, oh, on Monday rather, they tweeted a picture of Husky Harris. Just a picture of that to be like, just to let you know, yeah. this is what the uh, the Brave promo is going to be about. Oh, I almost, like, while it would be good for society, I almost don't want there to have a women's match there because... It's all you'll hear about. It's They'll just shove it down our throats forever. Look, we were right. We ha- are a that's force a, for... We're at the forefront of change. That's exactly it. It's not we're at the forefront of change. It's we were right. Yeah. We were right to go because we are making change. Drink that Kool-Aid, guys. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this was not just a ill-advised idea with the last Sullivan promo, of which the crowd brilliantly immediately started chanting boring. Yeah, and Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, they, the, the, Kayla's question was, you know, what drives you? First of all, no one cares. And then Lars answered, would you ever ask a nightingale <laughs> why it sings its song? Why it sings its sweet song, I believe was the line. <laughs> Come on. This was This was garbage. Yeah. Then he uh, sings nursery rhymes. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. There's a, yeah. So he keeps on going over. Do you over. like nursery rhymes? Yeah, and he says, like, I'm not a man. I'm a fr-. Go on, say it. What, what does everyone call me? Freak. Yeah, freak. Yeah, oh, I don't, yeah, I am a freak. And then he says, do you like nursery rhymes? And Kayla just goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I do, actually. Sure, I, sure. I think, I think they're pretty sweet. Do you like national anthems? <laughs> All right. Do you like flags? And then he talks about, he does three blind mice, but... I'm going to rip their heads off. I'm going to rip the tails off and paint rooms with it or something along those lines. This was terrible. Badly scripted, badly delivered. Kayla saved the segment. And she's not even good enough to save this segment completely. But don't worry. Who's that over the horizon? I can hear Andrade's music break. It's Andrade versus Apollo. I've written Apollo Cruz here. Outdated. Who is Apollo Cruz? No, he's just Apollo, isn't he? No, no, they got he was Apollo. Oh, he's got his name back. Yeah, that was uh, the Apollo singular name thing only lasted two weeks. Can't keep track. Uh, but yeah, but this match went. N- was there even a bell? Uh, yeah, so Andrade hit the. Oh, was there? Not, I thought there was a bell at the start, and they just, I wasn't sure if a DQ would happen. But he hit the DDT right away, and then Apollo rolled out the ring, and Finn Balor ran down. Uh, and I was like, is the match done? Yeah. Well, there was no bell after that. When Finn Balor attacked Andrade, there was no bell. Which either implies to me the match never started because Andrade attacked Apollo when he was still making his entrance on the turnbuckle. Or they just didn't want Finn Balor to make it to make it look like Finn Balor had done a heel thing yeah. and stopped a match. Here's my thinking on this. Why didn't you just give Andrade the win? Yeah, like just have him attack him while he's making right his away. pose, hit the DDT and get the win. Whoa, <clears throat> putting over Andrade big and strong here as he's going for the Intercontinental Championship this coming Friday. Then he starts beating down Apollo, goes to hit the DDT again. That's why Finn Balor then runs down to make the save. But instead, it's just, well, what was the point of all of this? Yeah. What was the point of, of Cruz being there? And after, yeah, so uh, Andrade laid out Balor as well. So Andrade stood tall over both men. And I said, it's fine because Lena Vega won't be there on Friday anyway. So <laughs> she won't be there to interfere. So I just don't get why this couldn't have got more time over Shane's determination. That's how determined he was. Because Shane's a star. To call out Roman Reigns. Andrade got a decent reaction when he came out. And a decent cheer when he kind of won. Hmm. After that, we got another Raw replay. This was of Triple H and Randy Orton. But then we got what was 
fantastic up until the last bit. Yeah, Goldberg came out for a promo, the first time he's ever been on SmackDown. Very cool. I, I like Goldberg, like him a lot. I'm not excited to see this match on Friday, which is, might be why I'm not as into these segments as you have been for the past couple of days. I've, I haven't been into these segments. I'm the... into Goldberg. Yeah, okay. Well, you've been I'm into, into them... Goldberg's entrance, most specifically. You've been into them more than I have, then. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, but he actually, Goldberg cut the best promo of the whole night. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It didn't feel like it was scripted. It felt like it was just Goldberg being Goldberg. And he says that Taker wants the icon. And he said and he said that, and a light switch went off in my head. So I left the family man at home. You've got the ass-kicking Goldberg. You've got the former world champion Goldberg. And that's what you're going to get at Saudi Arabia. I really liked this. I thought it was a really, really good promo. I didn't think it was a great promo, actually. I, I thought said, all I said, the I said really good. <laughs> I thought all the circumstance around it, seeing Goldberg, his intensity, the the difference between Goldberg in real life beard and match graphic Goldberg beard <laughs> yeah. is hilarious. I, I I love Goldberg. I thought he got a little bit lost in the promo. I felt like he said the same thing three times. He went round in circles a bit, but he's so intense that it, he gets kind of a free pass. Um, but what happened, and this I love this, uh, was dong, lights go down. We all knew Taker's going to be there, but they, they timed it where it still elicited a reaction. So lights go down, lights come back up after a while because Taker can't move as quickly as he used to. But Goldberg is, of course, facing the entranceway. That's where Taker comes from, right? But Taker's standing right behind him. And it's that beautiful moment of dramatic irony where the audience are in on something that the character in, on, in the ring isn't. And then Goldberg turns around and they just have this face-to-face and they're looking at each other and it's that blue light. That is your go-home image. Run the SmackDown copyright logo. Tune in on Super Showdown on some Friday, not Sunday, because this is happening. Instead, the lights went down again. The lights came back up. Undertaker had goofily disappeared. I don't know why disappearing is goofy, but appearing is not. But it is. And then Goldberg walked out. He cut cut another promo. Yeah. And he was like, you're next and you'll rest in peace. Which he'd already said. Yeah. So it was just the diminishing returns. And then he exited. Oh, no, he said, uh, uh, tighten up your jockstrap. It's going to be a ride. Which isn't as strong as the previous thing. You want to end on the climax of the drama, which is that stare-off, not a weird addendum. And then they it seems like they finish three minutes short because then it cuts to the commentators and they're like, uh, yeah, so also on Super Showdown, we've got this, we've got this, we've got this, and um, or here's, here's another clip of Shane spearing Roman and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, see you next week. Yep, see you Friday. I thought this show was crap. One out of five, guys. One out of five. five. Two one out of five nights in a week. Possibly the worst week of WWE TV since that that awful run last year, late last year. Uh, I gave it a two out of five. I enjoyed the women's match. And like we were saying yesterday, I feel like it has to actively damage characters. And I don't care enough about the Alexa Bliss character for that to, uh, to damage me enough, I suppose. Maybe I was being too generous. Maybe I was being too generous with two out of five. But um, I would say that it was a very, very, very 
very boring show. Yeah, so usually that's my criteria. You have to actively damage a character for me to go to the lowest level. I think they're actively damaging a brand. Yeah, that's very true. Actually, so that's yeah. why I've gone there. This, and this I was. And I don't think you're wrong yeah, in that. Yeah. Um, so let's have our su- su- super chat. Yes, and we have got very, very many of them again. So thank very you many. very much. Quick game, though. I think we should start this. How many minutes of wrestling do you think there were on SmackDown this week? Ooh. Good question. Well, the first match went through a commercial break. So we're not counting the commercial break stuff, obviously. Just TV time. No, we're, we're counting the match from bell to bell. Okay. I'm going to say 14 minutes. I'm going to say 21. 19 minutes and 55 oh, seconds. Oh, I get that. So close. So, that was good. Uh, but I think we should do that for everyone. I, it's quite easy to, to do. But, I wonder uh, how much Raw had. Probably less <laughs> or fewer. Uh, I'm sorry Raw. to Jack Frat Johnson, who apparently we spoiled Dean Ambrose's win for him with our live. Ah, we, we didn't do it in the other one, but we did here. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so we'll start with Tim Arndt, who says, how long do you reckon it'll take for both SmackDown and Raw to drop underneath one million viewers? Even hardcore fans like us are relying on guys like you to keep us up to date with the main roster. SmackDown. Probably, if if they carry on this downward trend, I would say next summer, SmackDown could reach under a million viewers. Yeah, I think. Oh, could... but they're moving to Fox. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think it will happen then. Yeah, I don't think Raw's close enough at the moment to lose a million viewers. More like, than that, a million or, and a half. A million and a half viewers. I don't think it, I don't think it's going to lose that like in the next year or so. Definitely and not. by that point, they might actually start putting out a better product, which could rebuild the brand. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kvelio, Kvelio, possibly. Sorry if I've pronounced that not wrong, Nick. Uh, Bray, I'm letting you in. Save us all from WWE. Just let me in. Just let me in. Free your minds. Ben Greenwood, who's the guy who did his predictions after the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, WWE makes me want to gauge, gouge my eyes out. Oh, yeah, we we'll get that far. Just watch something else. Bang my head against the wall, I'd yeah. go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watch something else. Uh, Netflix has got Dust, loads of stuff. Dustin Dead Good- to me. Yeah. Dustin Gooding, uh, thank you very much for your donation. Thank Thanks, you. Aaron Griffiths said, was about to watch SmackDown, might have to give it a miss now. No, I would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is definitely a... YouTube highlights episode. Two weeks off from this. <laughs> I've got two weeks off from all WWE shows coming up. So this is my last. Well, actually, no, NXT. Super, Super Showdown. showdown. Super Showdown. But I've got like two more shows left to watch before I don't have to watch any WWE for two whole weeks. I'm ecstatic about it. You're not going to know what the hell's going on when you come back. I'm going to be very interested because I'm like I'm going on airplane mode from the second I like when I get on the airplane to the moment I land back in London. So I'm going to be so interested to then watch Raw the following day and see how well they can try and catch up someone who missed two weeks mm. worth of TV. Because someone did say recently on um, Ramble Club, not Ramble Club, uh, uh, the Russ Ramble magazine show, that they think that WWE is designed to not watch be watched on a weekly basis. Yeah, could be. Um, the Zornist says, do not need to read that, but well-spotted Randy. spot I don't know man let's keep it going let's keep it going you've got to remember this is also an audio thing. yeah no <laughs> it's probably the uh, spammers uh, Anthony Smith and Jeremiah Jones thank you very much for your donations thank you guys uh, 
Captain Toast says uh, maybe they promoted Buddy Murphy to turn him into an even better kept secret. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Genius. He really is the best kept secret at the moment. Mm. To all uh, those people who said that he already debuted, that YouTube thing does not count. No. Absolutely doesn't count. Uh, Keith Fry says, how durable uh, is the rest of Talk magazine in comparison to hers? Oh, uh, the, the Mandy Rose yes. magazine. So I heard that there was a segment last week with Ember Moon. So are they also feud with Ember Moon about this magazine. Uh, no, I just think that was to make Ember Moon look stupid. But they did a YouTube thing where she ripped up the magazine in front of them. Mm. So was that last week or was that this week? Must have been last week, I guess. I don't know. I'll go to the YouTube channel and find out. It's not important. Um, <laughs> Sean Dunn says, Chopper Pop. And ooh, ooh. Small Afro Games Jaron Walker says, we need Jaron Walker merch. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting merch. Uh, ben Greenwood and predictions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 24-7 contenders make no wild card sense, by the way. No, that, I mean, this. there were more Raw people than <clears throat> SmackDown people on this show, really. Yeah. Uh, Tasty Knot says, what if the guard, when he knocked on Goldberg's door and then Alistair Black opens up and says, ah, oh, finally a challenger. Uh, <laughs> for real, though, what about Black versus Goldberg? Nah. Uh, I know, I could go for that. Black getting a quick win over Goldberg. Uh, I, I'm not into that. Um, Black taker, if, you, if you're going to do any yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Sparks Entertainment, for your donation. Thank As you. Thank you very much. to Anthony Smith. Thanks, Devin Anthony. Mercer says, I hate the 24th Championship as it gets old fast, but I have loved our truth as champion. I, my patience is not thin, but it's thinning. Mm. Mm. Uh, the Ember magazine thing was for this week's show. Great. <laughs> it's a good use of Ember Moon, I'd argue. Uh, Huel Dada says, uh, time to start questioning if competition is going to magically fix WWE after all that Monday Night Wars ended because Nitro was awful, not because WWE was on another level. Uh, no, but WWF was appalling before Nitro started. Yeah. Like, like WWF Raw prior to Nitro was way worse than what we're getting at the moment. I mean, it was boring. It wasn't inconsistent, though. It was... Uh, I'm talking was, 95, which yeah. is the worst year in the company. But it was also just dreadful television. Yeah, it was yeah, only yeah. an hour long. It was an hour long and unwatchable. Yeah. So, and Nitro going on the air and being a much better product made them step up their game. So, all I'm saying now is that perhaps if AEW start putting on a really good show, they might step up their game again. History tends to repeat itself. Yeah. So, there's always a chance. Uh, Ryan B. Band says, damn it, Ollie. As soon as I heard Goldberg hit his head in the door, I heard Ollie's wrestle sketch voice for Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Just before he came out, you can hear a boof. <laughs> I thought he's hit his head again, hasn't he? <laughs> or he can't get enough of or it. He thought it was a push door when it's yeah. a pull door. Uh, a, a weeb with weed says, I love Bray Wyatt. Can I get your best yowie wowie? Do you want to go first? Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. I can't. Neither were good. Uh, Jared <laughs> Thomas hey, says, yourself. are you doing a live stream of Super Showdown? Ha ha. We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah, because, we are. you know, we were sponsored by the Saudi government too. <laughs> we are doing a live stream of the show, yeah. Laurie quite happily kicked back this morning and said, I'm not watching I'm it. I'm just not watching <laughs> it. Yeah, he has the best attitude to this. We're just yeah. like, I'm just not going to watch it. And it's not because of any ethical reason. <laughs> He just thinks it will be rubbish. <laughs> He's just decided it's going to be a pants show. Yeah, yeah. Want to see it. We'll be drinking oil instead of beer 52. Mm. And I also think it's going to be a pants show. But I'm I'm kind of hoping, in my, my heart of hearts, I'm hoping for like crown jewel levels of zaniness. Funny, yeah. Because yeah. crown jewel, 
was a fever dream of a pay-per-view. And for all of the awfulness surrounding it and why they shouldn't be doing the show, it did make me laugh a hell of a lot to watch that show. Brock winning, Shane, Shane. best in the world, Shawn Michaels, Kane's mask falling off. It was, just, it was so funny. Yeah. So in I'm a hoping, bad way. In a bad way. Yeah. Uh, I'm only watching because I have to. Same here, bud. Black Mass Alistair Gammon says, Mustache break. Dun, 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 Bum, bum, bum. Sam Turner says, pledge £10 on yesterday on the Patreon. Love it. Hey, hey thanks thank very, much. very much, Sam. Get, uh, getting on Ramble Club. Yeah. All, every member of the WrestleTalk team, apart from Ollie Davis, was on that episode. Randy was getting really upset, though, because all the questions that were coming in were like board game related or mm. D&D related. And Randy, it, was, it was also at 45 degrees in here. And Randy at one point just shouted, ask a question I can talk about. <laughs> wow. That was like I was in the room. Um, KY Josh Josh says, I'm hyped to catch my first live wrestle talk. Hey, welcome to the party. Mm. Uh, Jobbert JJ says, Don't give that person a job, give me a job. <laughs> a lot of people were asked for jobs after you said right, that. Right. Uh, jobbers <laughs> need work, jobbers are the best. Jobbers have got work. That's true. Yeah, it's in the name. <laughs> um, Notorious Cody, thank you very much for your donation. XSG says, Do you think that WWE is deliberately putting on bad shows to lower rating for the Saudi show so that they can have an excuse to get no. out of future shows. No, 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 no. They make far no. too much money. Far too much money. The amount of money they make for those shows is, is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Start Recording says, Taker versus Goldberg to be longer than Brock Goldberg? Yes. I I'm, I think it's going to be short. I think it's going to go short. <laughs> Only because Taker can't move as quickly as I Brock. Ho- I hope <laughs> it's going to be short. Um, <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> if, you play it in, if you play it in half motion, yeah. it is longer. <laughs> Uh, Jobber JJ says, nice to see Fox buying Raw repeats. <laughs> It'll be different once they go to Fox. Yeah, they'll have to put on a better show. Yeah. Uh, Jason Jimerson Jimerson says, as a casual fan, how long will you give WWE to improve their shows? If I was a casual fan, I wouldn't watch. No. no. Yeah. Uh, Bob Plob says, will they ever do an NXT invades WWE? No, I don't think so. And, I, and, and I will say, we've said this before when people have asked you if they'll do an NXT invasion, it won't be what you want it to be, and you'll, you'll instantly hate it. If Triple H has the book. Which he won't have. Well, I, I think eventually he might. And, okay, so you, if you're saying if they do it in 10 years' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he adds, if it did happen, who would lead the attack for knowing ever XT? But again, oh, it depends. Like, it, too far in advance. It's too yeah. far in advance. It, like, it won't happen until Vince has stepped down. Leo Rush. Uh, <laughs> start recording uh, says, Black versus McIntyre would be such a badass feud. Uh, um, I think the, there's better there's better matchups for Black, I think, initially. Balor. Yeah. Um, John DiPietro, Randy Datsun, number two fan, says, will you do a prediction video with everyone from The Office? Oh, I don't, we haven't got enough, enough space. Room, yeah. Yeah, there's not a, yeah, that was one of the problems with Ramble Club is that we had two people sharing a microphone. Do you know who wouldn't share a mic? Laurie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. already been told. Have you too been many told? men, too many men, men. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got enough mics, not enough space, not enough cameras. Um, but you can see what we've all predicted if you go on the Patreon. Yes, so, yeah. Wrestle League. Do that. Uh, Tim Arndt says, while I was negative 
When I like the while I like the negative rambles because I'm such an internet smart, I do feel bad for you guys who have to watch these main roster shows. If I was as rich as Tomo, I would give you more money. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I hate being down on WWE. I don't think it makes for nice listening. Absolutely not. I I don't think these are the, yeah. the most fun shows for people to actually people watch. Because it's on ju- your promos though, Oliver. I thought you were really doing well. Cool. Yeah, because it's just an hour and a half of white people moaning. Mm. Mm. Um, Edwin Silver says I thought you meant Smackdown for a second uh, Edwin Silver says wasn't Brock supposed to cash in <laughs> tonight yeah many a times many a times I'm uh, sure we'll be saying that after yeah. Super Showdown well, our, as well our bonus question for Super Showdown predictions is will he, bra- will he actually cash in this time <laughs> uh, Yoni Rosenbaum says loving the content lads with wish WWE could compare oh, well, so thank you very thanks much. very much thank Cheers. you bud uh ILZ77 says, what's the best finisher, male or female, in the main roster WE at the moment? Uh, manhandle slam. There you go. Man's bottom. And women's rights. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> as, as a serious answer, Black Mass is Yeah, I was going to say, when Black he hits mass. the Black Mass, there's nothing... Black Mass is my like. favourite main roster finisher. Yeah. Although, I suppose he is main roster. He just hasn't been on for TV for a while. Mm. Um, women's... The Eclipse. And oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Perez says, Ollie, will we get a T-shirt with the updated WrestleTalk logo? I really want one. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When Ollie gets a free moment, he can sort out the merchandise. Uh, Michael Brow says, John Moxley was absolutely spot on. Yeah, I was really impressed. I, th- I thought he, I thought he was really good. I'm, I'm no, excited to see more. No, he's talking about the promo, uh, the the interviews yeah. that he did of like with Wade Keller and and. Oh uh, right, okay. Match was good as well. Also, match was also, good. he's been on fire since he left WWE. Mm, certainly has. Yeah, I've not listened to the Wade Keller ones, no. um, but I've heard they are very apparently like. Because Jericho's interview tactic is like, that's a good answer, but here's a really interesting story about me. Um, Wade Keller does sort of like, di- like dive deeper mm. into the things that Moxley's okay. saying. Jericho's is, that's really interesting, but here's an advert I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> uh, no, it's, you've got to do the sound difference. So you'll have like, that's a really interesting question, but now we're going to talk about... <laughs> but first um... I want to talk about dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock them. Who's, di- who's dick pills? Um, <laughs> Star Recording says, it's a crime that Alexander is in the 24-7 scene. Yeah, yeah. So it's a shame that the majority of them are in there. Mm. I, I, every time I see Robert Roode there, I feel so I, I feel so sad for him. Well, there was that stat that there were fifty six people that hadn't been used on the show for twenty for for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. there's too many of them. Got to get those Shane segments in. Mm. Rocky Balboa says, "Hey, Luke, Ollie, and Randy, how have you been?" Pretty well. Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Hot. For as down it's quite as hot in here, yeah. It's hot in it's here. getting hot in here now. Yeah. For as down as we were on the show, I've, we've had a quite a good laugh in the office today. We enjoyed watching Best of the Super Juniors together. Big Pokemon news that yeah. Laurie and Pete are faffing about right now. Pete was faffing on. Faffing about. with his knees. Yeah. Yep, so... Um, Really good, really good energy in the office today. I've mm. been enjoying myself. And I'm playing D&D later, so I'm, yeah. I'm all... I had a really nice ham and cheese sandwich. Oh. <laughs> it just uh, gets better. Rocky Balboa and Lil Slug Main 87 thank you very much for your donations. Thank you. Gary Ahuja Ahuja says, I have always watched WWE and have no exposure to any other promotions at the time. I used to be an avid viewer. Realistically, are the storylines at the same level or intensity on these other shows as WWE as it's, at, its, at its prime? Um, so I think if you were to watch New Japan, it's less soap opera-y. Um, but I think that there are the, the feuds feuds feel more real. Mm. Like they feel like they are two two fighters looking to determine who is the best fighter of the two. 
historically, overall, if you if you look in at, at the whole product, you are always going to get better in ring wrestling outside of WWE. Yeah. But that's because the company is designed to mm. do that, whereas WWE is not designed to be a wrestling show. It's sports entertainment. It is, it's a soap opera in tights. You should check it out. You yeah. should check out other wrestling. Mm. Uh, Zachary Marsh says, Ollie, can you tell the story when you found out your cousin slash nephew was a wrestling fan and he liked Roman? It was literally the funniest thing ever. I just, he, he, he was, I guess he's like six, seven, and he said he liked Roman Reigns. And I just said, why? No, the, he said, who's your favorite wrestler? And you said Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. That was back when Brock Lesnar was cool and everyone liked him. He was like, well, oh, you like Roman. He likes Roman. Yeah. I can't remember my own story. So, okay, so the story goes, I remember <laughs> the story, that you said, who's your favorite wrestler? And he said, Roman Reigns. He asked, who's your favorite wrestler? And you said, Brock Lesnar. And he said, but he, oh, get, yeah. he gets a boo. He gets a and boo. And your answer was, what about Roman? Yeah, yeah, and then I t- tore into him. <laughs> Um, Jose Riviera Valentin thank you very much for your generous donation Jeffrey Pridemore says thanks for getting me through another week of WWE we'll do it together Mm, we really do Uh, Jonathan Hedman says is it just me or has the product gone worse and worse since Bruce Pritchard came back maybe maybe Bruce is enabling Vince to be more Vince you could make that argument causation correlation yeah but I don't know if that's an actual direct cause I feel like this, the Wrestle Ramble is becoming like a support group yeah. for disenfranchised WWE it's fans. It's quite nice, though, isn't it? We can all just like sit together. We can all talk about how this circle. show's not fun anymore. I'm Luke, and I'm a WWE fan. <laughs> I've, I've been affected in this way. Also, also spot on impersonation <laughs> as well. Thank you very much. Uh, I've, Tomo, with another massive right. donation, says, I feel like I would be perfect sitting in the middle with you guys also 19 minutes and 50 seconds of wrestling on a wrestling show love you guys you human entities love you too Tom love you too thank you very much uh, Dave H says hello Ollie Luke Randy I don't watch Raw slash Smackdown weekly now you guys are my weekly update I do, I'm glad I don't just watch NXT pay-per-views do you guys think PGWE is killing WWE because they can't write PG no no, because they can. NXT is PG and it's excellent. Yeah, from the uh, yeah, the, the PG is is not the problem. But I've I've been in these sorts of situations before where I've not been watching week to week, but I've been listening to. I used to listen to Meltzer and Alvarez like from sort of two thousand nine mm. to actually two thousand eight through to about twenty fifteen. I was just listening to them review the shows as opposed to actually watch them. Solar Monster was mine. Yeah. Uh, Jose Rivera uh, Rivera Valentin back in again say hey guys yesterday someone asked you guys about Mercedes to AW that was a reference to uh, Sasha Banks referring to herself by her real name yeah 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 yeah. I realised that today when I saw her Instagram post yeah and apparently the 45 is a Trump thing Cool. Because he's the 45th president. So right. That's why they're saying keep, keep the 45. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, I think all this stuff about Banks working out the backstage situation, I think she's realised you just got to work out your contract, and that's how you get out. Mm. Look when what Mox has done. I don't know, you know. Fightful will know. There'll be something on Fightful about it. Yeah. Uh, Alpesh Patel says, Will Luke or Ollie get so annoyed reviewing the show... Uh, that they walk out of the office in anger like Brian Zane did in his video when talking about the Lars interview. Oh, did Brian walk out? Apparently. I'll watch that That's later. We yeah, like no, we're, we're, we're professionals, <laughs> so we wouldn't do that. <laughs> we like Brian. Uh, Cody Benishek uh, say, uh, has two donations, but one has a message which says, will Adam Cole rejoin Britt Baker and his Bullet Club friends when his contract is up? Um, depends on how close he is. Uh, relationship-wise with Triple H. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. He's, he's one that could go either way. I could see him being a Seth Rollins type and just become a WWE lifer. Or he could equally go to AEW yeah. and be a huge deal. Britt Baker was in the crowd for um, NXT. Mm. You could see her during the shot of um, Stephanie McMahon. Checking out people's teeth. <laughs> giving free checkups. Yeah. Jobber J Jay, Jay says, I don't have work, I need work. But you're a jobber. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, get it. Get your story straight. Ed, for life. Ed simply just Ed says, uh, "When's this superstar shakeup going to end?" Oh God, yeah. I, I saw a few funny comments on our Moxley video earlier, mm. saying "wild card rule." Yeah. <laughs> Getting out of hand. Yeah. Uh, XSG says, "Can I get WWE for false advertising because they sent me an email with a subject line: Rock Lesnar will cash in on Seth Rollins tonight. Raw eight slash five PT." I would love that if someone took them to the Advertising Standards Authority and was like, I'm consistently missold products. Mm. I wonder how far that would get. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think they would probably lose. Because it's a a fictional TV. It's a form of entertainment. Uh, Uh, Ronald Coleman says, do you guys think that the NXT stars are becoming afraid to get called up due to WWE's, well, they don't really have a choice, uh, but current main roster problem? Yeah, you're right. I don't think they have a choice in the matter. But there have been some reports that NXT stars just want to stay They'll there. They'll be like R-Truth running away from Triple H in the handshake. No! Uh, yeah. uh, two more. Jose Rivera Valentin says, did you guys see on Twitter that Sadik Alexander said he missed 205 Live? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't see that. Poor no. guy. Yeah, I'd imagine both him and Buddy Murphy missing. Yeah. Buddy Murphy doesn't even get to wrestle anymore. You've seen that... Um, not Mike Kanellis is being lined up for a title shot like two weeks before he settled to leave. <laughs> hmm, it's mm. like when the Usos got the titles. It's like when the Revivals got the titles. Yeah. Yeah. Maria Kanellis is going to cash in on Zion. Yeah. Uh, Just these coincidences keep happening in this company. Anthony Smith says, My friend and I would love to say hi at Royal Quest. Well, we're going to be there. So. We are, yes. Yeah, yeah that's so, the plan. Say hello. And tickets. lastly, Danny Boy DeVito says, Am I the last Super Chat? Yes, yes you yes, are. You are. Oh. Uh, this email comes in from Ibhiram. 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 I feel Ibhiram. like we've had this guy we before. Have, yeah, he, he, and he says that he's going to do it phonetically and he never does. Um, <laughs> he said you can cut this email to different parts if you liked. He's got an 80% fact. News is an abbreviation for North, East, South, and West because the news is about everything happening around you. North, East, West, and South? Well, he said uh, North, East, South, and West. Yeah. Nuzfer. <laughs> yeah. I I mean that is a that is a a trendy acronym, isn't it? Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, but I've never heard that. I do. What do you think? I think that's forty percent true. Yeah, I don't know about I'm that one. I feel down. like there's probably it's probably an abbreviation for something mm. as opposed to newspaper an ac- as an acronym. <laughs> Maybe it is. Yeah, um, it's probably like a Greek word or something that's then been newsopolis. That that's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, he's also got to get better. I'm a normal, everyday teenager who likes to listen to British 30-year-olds talk about wrestling. Over the summer, before 7th grade, I put almost 10 kgs, that's 22 pounds. I kind of didn't care and just went on with it. For almost two years, maybe more, I kept putting on the weight. I put on 30 kgs in two years, maybe two and a half. Now, I don't want to point out that I tried walking and I was able to keep my weight from increasing for a month and a half. <laughs> but hear me out. But hear again. me out. <laughs> hear me out. 
Walking will be an exercise if you're walking up and at 5 a.m. and can go for a walk. It will still be exercise if you're walking to work. The thing is, you can't say you're exercising if you're walking to work instead of driving. You can say you're exercising if you're walking for the sake of walking, not to get to work. Yes, Ollie, I agree with you. Anyway, in January... <laughs> I in, in, don't know what that is. <laughs> that was so complicated. Yeah, anyway... It's like a riddle. <laughs> I feel like I've got to get past the sphinx when you read that. Anyway, in January 2019, I started swimming competitively. Ooh. I've been swimming for 12 years, but now it was a sport. I was the slowest swimmer on the school team, but ended up losing 10 kgs, 22 lbs, in just three months. I'm also not the slowest on the team anymore. More importantly, I feel like I'm in great shape. I just wanted to say to everyone out there that if you want to, wrestle talk, get better, push yourself. I swam at race speeds for around two hours a day, every day. Whoa. Uh, P.S. I finally have a little job, which means I have extra cash. I've been watching since WrestleMania, uh, since WrestleTalk since three years, starting March 2016. I could finally become a patron right after I buy this phone I'm saving up for. Thanks, guys. Stay swaft. Well done. Sorry, who was that from again? Um, you can make me say the name again. Um, oh, Ib, Ib, uh, I remember him. Yes, yeah, Ib Hiram. Ib Hiram. Ib Hiram. Or Ab Hiram. Ab Hiram. Ab Hiram, I think it is. That's great. I think I want more get betters. Yeah. I feel like this will fuel me. This is the equivalent of marks on a whiteboard. Okay. Come on, gang. Well, Let's all get abs by summer. Um, that I want is, summer abs. Okay, that's a barbershop quartet one. Um, so instead, Window. let's have... Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Uh, one second. Here is from Jeb Pesonen, who says, Rest talk, get better, or whatever. I've been smoking for 20 years now. I did quit cigarettes on the 1st of May, and since that, it has been a really, really bad time for me. I have endless withdrawal symptoms mm. every day. Do you, Luke, have any tips on how I could stay away from smokes uh, and end withdrawal symptoms for good? Thank you, my boy, Luke the Duke Owen. Uh, your mate from another state, Jeb Sonnen. Um... I don't because I have I'm fortunate in that I have a personality. I don't have a particularly addictive personality. So even when I was smoking at my heaviest when I was smoking and I I used to smoke a lot, I once I decided to quit, I was it. I didn't have the I didn't have to like the, I didn't have the withdrawal symptoms. The only times I ever have desires for smokes is if I'm out in a heavy drinking scenario and I think this is normally where I would start smoking. Um, but I don't really get that that much anymore. Every now and then, but it depends on which company I'm with. Like if I, when I was out drinking with my brother and we were everyone over the uh, board game convention weekend, no desires, no desires whatsoever. But if I'm hanging out with people that I used to smoke with, then I will tend to have those uh, those uh, feelings that I want to have a, a good old light up. I think we're quite lucky in that none of our office smoke. No, I mean I've never I've never smoked consistently it was just yeah like a, a cheeky menthol on a night out uh maybe uh, a bit of advice is just smoke eight cigars in a row <laughs> i smoked half one at the stag at the weekend and it was like licking an ashtray it is gross and disgusting i i love cody Rhodes. i think what he's doing is great but his obsession with cigars i don't get i think people look cool with cigars that's undeniable and unfortunately, people look cool with cigarettes as well. It's a, it's a, it's just a fact. The movies have built this into Western civilization. But yeah, uh, there's got to be. Does that vapes are a sort of a de-escalation thing? Mm -hmm. Nicotine patches. 
we've not been there, so it's hard and to And with offer. vaping, we don't know what the science is yet on how much healthier it is for you and whether you're just changing one addiction for a different one. Yeah, from what I've read, the I mean, no one knows the long-term effects, but mm. it's much better to vape than... And smoke cigarettes. Would you like another get rested though? Yes. Let's end off this one. It comes from Shane, who says, Hi, Luke, Ollie, and the rest of the WrestleTalk crew. I have a WrestleTalk get better in from January 2018. I weighed 15 stone and three pounds. That's 97 kg mm. for Ollie's reference. Now I weigh 12 stone four pounds. That's 78 kg. Oh, amazing. Again for Ollie's reference. As the lads say, picks or it didn't happen. So I've attached a photo so you can see my progress. I started running and I am planning to run my first ever marathon in August. I will update you on my progress. However, Ollie has terrified me that I might die on this marathon <laughs> so thanks for that Ollie no worries it's a mistake though <laughs> you have made a terrible yeah, error yeah, yeah. Uh, I love all the content you put out once I have the financial resources to become a pledge hammer I will keep up the consistency consistent work yours in wrestling that's from Shane and there's the difference for him holy moly well done mate yeah you have them. literally lost a fifth of yourself it is very 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 impressive or 20% so, uh, thank you very much for all, for all of your correspondence. Um, let's have a joke to end us off here. This comes in from James. who says, One Sunday, a man asked a televangelist to pray uh, for his hearing. After five minutes of violent shaking, smacking and trying to push him over backwards, the preacher asks, How's your hearing? The man replied, I don't know. It doesn't take place until Tuesday at the courthouse. That's good. It wasn't an audible laugh, but that was an, in an interior guffaw. Uh, Mark says, um, what do you call a fat Spider-Man? Pider-Man. Thank you so much for the incredible content you put out. Rockstar Dougal. Oh, yeah, Laurie and I will be back tomorrow with the uh, the NXT review edition of Wrestle Ramble, where it'll be a heavy recap show, and we're really going to struggle to find things to talk about. So... <laughs> Hope you come in hot with your super chats. What next for the Undisputed Era? <laughs> I don't know how many more titles we could do based around the Undisputed Era. That is the running joke. <laughs> that if we don't know what we're going to say, what the NXT topic is, it's usually like, what, what next, next for run? Shayna Baszler or the Undisputed Era. Problem is Shayna doesn't draw. So yeah. it's always going to have to be the Undisputed Era. But there's only so much you can talk about them. But um, we'll... Find something, I guess. Keith Lee's having a match, so Way, maybe we'll just back. maybe we'll just talk about Keith Lee for hours on end. Why Keith Lee is why everyone should bask in Keith Lee's glory. There you go. Get that on a thumbnail. There you go. You can expect that as tomorrow's podcast title. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.